0: Blog number 178. Disappointment. For me, one of the biggest struggles of being an artist is the pressure I put on myself to be creative. I like to write. I like to paint. I like to draw. I like to create films. I like to play the piano and just be a creative person in general. I'm not the best at any of these things, but I like to do these things because they make me happy and it's a way for me to express myself. Rarely, I write something that I'm very proud of or paint something that I think is beautiful. When you create something so beautiful in a creative outlet, it inspires you to keep creating. The problem is, most of the stuff I make sucks. I get self-conscious about my writing because I know it's not terrific. I want to make sure my audience is reading stuff that is of quality and worth their time. I understand that I can't always make it worthwhile for my audience. Still, I feel I feel embarrassed when my when my writing is rushed with grammar mistakes. I'm embarrassed when my diction is that of a first grader. I try to do better, but I don't have the mental ener- energy occasionally. There is no inspiration in me. In graduate school, our professors would argue that There is no such thing as inspiration, but I beg to differ. My professors didn't believe in writer's block either. Their technique was to just keep doing it and results will come. Writing was considered a muscle that has to be used every day for the muscle to get stronger and thrive. Therefore, I keep writing because I love it and I want this muscle to improve. I have so much to say. A couple years ago, I spent the summer painting almost every single day. My friends took me to a painting class for my birthday and it was so much fun. It was one of the few times I was able to shut my mind off and just focus on something. It helped my anxiety big time. It's very interesting because my friends' paintings were all better than mine. I mean, their tree branches were so attractive and it was just beautiful. My painting was a chaotic mess. I kept wishing mine looked like everybody else's. I wanted to feel talented like them. I feel like none of us had ever dabbled in painting. Why couldn't I thrive too? (laughs) Isn't that the problem with so many of us? We just sit and compare ourselves to the world and it takes the joy out of the experience. Still, I enjoyed painting. Still, I enjoyed painting. And the feeling it gave me. I remember that same night after the painting class I went home and I dug out my paints and my canvases from under my bed that I had received as a gift. It was so nice not to hear my brain or my thoughts while I painted. I started painting at least three times a week and during the summer when school is out I had nothing to do so I would spend my mornings painting until I had to go to work in the evening. I started watching tutorials, and it would take some time because the tutorials took like three hours, but I enjoyed doing it. The summer ended and I had less time, and I became lazy about it. At the end of each painting, I would compare it to the one that the tutorial showed. Mines were always messy, and all over the place. It would be frustrating because I spent so much time trying to do a good job, and it still wasn't good. Same thing happened with drawing. but. I like to think that I, at least I'm a better painter than a drawer. It always reminded me of when I was younger. I would try, I, try, I would try sports or video games with my cousins and my siblings. Specifically, I recall playing tennis with my cousins and my sister. They were all good at tennis naturally. They had just picked up some rackets for the first time and we went out to go play. They understood the game so easily, but I kept missing the ball. Even at our first family wedding... Everybody was dancing and looking coordinated, but I was always uncoordinated. I was known as the uncoordinated one because nothing I did was good. I was good at one thing, though. I was always told that I should be a lawyer because of my sharp tongue and my fierce wit. That's something that I had over all of my family. As I grew older, the wit and fairness faded a little. I think I kind of lost it. It comes naturally when I'm with certain people because I'm comfortable and I don't feel judged. The truth is, I'm not good at a lot of things that I like. I used to love theater, but I was never a good actress. I couldn't act, dance, or sing, even though I wanted to so badly. I wanted to be talented so badly. I've tried to pick up the brush again and paint, but it has been hard to get back To my skill set from that one summer, I spent painting every day. I stopped practicing and it all kind of went downhill. It went from worse to super worse. I tried painting again this weekend and I watched the movie Onward and it was so beautiful. I wanted to paint a city with buildings and a beautiful night sky, a beautiful moon and some stars too. It did not look like that at all. Here, let me show you my beautiful disaster and please don't laugh. See, it's so hard for me to even do anything creative anymore because the results always disappoint me. It's like my writing. I push myself to write a blog every week, even if I'm not proud of it. I spend so much time hiding my blog from people because I was embarrassed by my emotional rants, my lack of grammar, or my simple vocabulary. How can I ask friends and colleagues to read my blog? These are some of the most sincere thoughts. It leaves me vulnerable. What if they think it sucks or, or judge me? Recently, someone told me, Everyone has dark moments, but you are brave enough to get it on paper and share with others. And damn, that got me. For the first time in a long time, I knew I needed to keep writing. And I was a little less embarrassed. Do you know how much of my life I have spent telling myself what is the point? I suck at it anyways. I do this every single day. Every day I think about how much I have disappointed myself. I have wasted so much time and I'm still doing it. I'm trying though. So thank you for being here. Thank you for reading. It motivates me to keep going. My piano teacher slash my therapist his name is Michael, but I like to call him Gandalf. Has spent so much time trying to help me understand that it isn't about talent. I don't know why he bothers, but gosh, I'm so grateful for him. Even though he can be a pain in my behind, lol, he really listens. Or he's great at pretending to. <laughs> he went out of his way to print. to print. Uh, Kurt, Vonnev- Vonnegut. Kurt Vonnegut quote and I apologize if I'm butchering that last name and guess what I had no idea who Kurt was how embarrassing I try to read this as often as possible and I hope it inspires others too here it is when I was 15 I spent a month working on an archaeological dig I was talking to one of the archaeologists one day during our lunch break, and he asked those kinds of getting to know you questions. You asked uh, young people, Do you play sports. What's your favorite subject? And I told him, no, I don't play any sports. I do theater. I'm in choir. I play the violin and piano. I used to take art classes. And he went on. That's amazing. And I said, oh, no, but I'm not good at any of these things, any of them. And he said something then that I'll never forget, which absolutely blew my mind because no one had ever said anything like it to me before. I don't think being good at things is the point of doing them. I think you've got all these wonderful experiences with different skills and that all teaches you things and makes you an interesting person, no matter how well you do them. And that honestly changed my life because I went from a failure, someone who hadn't been talented enough at anything to excel, to someone who did things because I enjoyed them. I had been raised in such an achievement-oriented environment, so inundated with the myth of talent that I thought it was only worth doing if you could win at them. By Kurt Vonnegut. Man. The first time Gandalf read that to me, or had me read it to him, actually, I bawled. It's like he understood me. And... It was so nice to be understood. It was so nice to have someone actually listen and not just nod their head. Thank you for reading. Thank you for listening. Thank you for being here. And remember, keep going. Love, Frishta.